This podcast of local Brattleboro history is brought to you by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the Bank of Brattleboro. Seventy years ago, many doctors bled their patients when they didn't feel well and prescribed medicines that contained mercury and other poisonous metals. About half of the patients who had surgery died from infections. In the 1840s, one in five children born alive did not see their first birthday. The average life expectancy was less than 40 years. It was in this medical uncertainty that Dr. Robert Wesselhoft arrived in Brattleboro and established a water cure treatment facility on Elliott Street. The water cure aimed to work with nature to heal the body instead of attacking the body with man-made medicines. Fresh air, exercise, healthy foods, community, and lots of water were the cornerstones of the Brattleboro Hydropathic Institution, locally known as the Wesselhoft Water Cure. Dr. Wesselhoft felt that much of the sickness in society came from laziness, lack of exercise, and what we would call junk food today. As Dr. Wesselhoff explained it, a typical treatment day began at 4 in the morning, when the patient was wrapped in thick woolen blankets to sweat out all the body's impurities. Once the patient had developed a good visible sweat, the patient was then placed in a cold bath. This deliberate shock to the system was believed to be very cleansing and restorative. Once the bath was finished, the patient was sent out to walk and drink spring water along the Whetstone Brook. During a typical day, patients could walk seven miles or more. Meals consisted of simple, lightly cooked plates of whole grains, fruits, and vegetables. Besides rigorous bathing, the water cure had two other major tenets, a communal supportive atmosphere and an emphasis on outdoor exercise. In the mid 18 1800s Victorian era women did not have many freedoms. They were controlled by our male-dominated American society. So, if you could afford it, the water cure became a bit of an escape. The fee was approximately $10 a week, a hefty sum in the 1850s. Roughly two-thirds of the water cure patients were women. Women were separated from men at the water cure, and children were not allowed. Dr. Wesselhoff expected women to participate in the outdoor exercise routine just as men did. An equality of the sexes existed at the water cure that did not exist in general society. The demand for water cure was overwhelming. Dr. Wesselhoff purchased two buildings where the present fire department is now. He began with 15 patients and expanded to serve 150 clients at a time during his first year. Dr. Wesselhoff quickly added on to his facilities. By 1846, there was almost 400 patients at the water cure. In 1849, the train tracks made their way to Brattleboro and the water cure prospered even more. While there were many water cures across the nation, the Brattleboro Hydropathic Institution became the most fashionable, most expensive, and best-known center for hydropathic treatments in the country. Famous people like Harriet Beecher Stowe, Stonewall Jackson, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, Martin Van Buren's family, and Francis Parkman were patients at the facility. Today, you see many people carrying their water bottles around with them. In the mid-1800s, this was not the case. Before Dr. Wesselhoff came to Brattleboro, he was run out of Boston by the famous Dr. Oliver Wendell Holmes. Holmes publicly humiliated Wesselhoff and accused him of being a quack. Holmes went on to say that Wesselhoff's water cure was nothing more than a ripoff. Some of Wesselhoff's practices seem radical, but one of his recommendations is still with us. The idea of drinking eight glasses of water each day began with the water cures 170 years ago. We'd like to thank Chloe, Carly, Ada, and Aiden for reading this week in Brattleboro History. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.